Welcome to the Haunted Hong Kong podcast, where we tell you the spookiest stories from our favorite city. Haunted Hong Kong is a production of the Journalism and Media Studies Center at the University of Hong Kong, created and produced by your hosts, Anna and me, Allison. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. It's our very first episode. I'm Anna, and I know this is Haunted Hong Kong, but I don't really believe in ghosts. I'm here to do the research and provide the facts. And I'm here to convince Anna that these stories are 100% true and these places are haunted. Okay, sure. Sure. Alice and I, we love true crime. We're like, we need to do something. We love Hong Kong. Let's kind of research some creepy Hong Kong stories. We'll take a vote at the end of every episode and decide, like, okay, is this place haunted? Or did my research convince you that these legends are just legends? Okay, so today we're kicking off the episode with one of the most haunted places in Hong Kong. It's pretty notorious, so you might have heard of it. It's called the Tot Talk School. And so this was actually listed as one of the top haunted sites in Asia by National Geographic. And Anna, you want to give us some background on the location and the history? Yeah, yeah. So the Tot Talk School is located in Pingshan. It's in the New Territories by like Yunlong MTR station. New Territories? Have you even ventured out there before? I mean like once or twice. So, like, if you're not from Hong Kong, this probably means absolutely nothing to you, but just, like, imagine the city. Okay, imagine the suburbs. Okay, now imagine the country. I mean, we are basically in China at this point, in Pingshan. Anyways. Okay, hold back. I live there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> My bad. So, it's mostly known, uh, there's this thing called the Heritage Trail that's, like, kind of a tourist destination. You can go and visit um, some temples. There's a museum out there. So, people, I mean, they know it for hiking, I guess. Uh, but anyways, there is this place there called... The Tatuk School, and it is infamously spooky, as Allison said. And so uh, it was actually built in 1931 as a primary school, but it really didn't become a secondary school until like the 1970s. And so that's when kind of all of the spooky stuff starts happening. But wait, maybe we need to backtrack. Okay, so the site is surrounded by a ton of graves. Legend says that it was actually built on the site of a massacre that occurred during World War II. But others say that the massacre actually happened outside of town, but that the dead were buried in mass graves on the school's property, at least. And so I think that definitely gives it a basis of being haunted. Okay, on the school's property? The school was built in the 30s. World War II happened in the 40s. (laughs) And what later became the school property. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right, you're right. The school, like, started later. Okay, point taken. And what about, there's, like, graves around it? Have you seen the graves around it? I'm the one who told you about them. Okay, well, if you look at the pictures of the tombstones, you'll actually see that they all have the same, like, surname. It's all Tang. And so, I mean, I get it. A lot of people in the village probably had the name Tang. But every single person who died, Tang, what are the odds of that during World War II? But that's how the kind of, like, ancestry lineage works, though. Villages often are full of people with the same last name. I mean, yeah, true. I'm no lineage expert, but (laughs) from what I know, though, villages tend to have, like, long lines of, like, the same families within the same area, and so they would all have the last name, especially if it was, like, a massacre in that town. Okay, I mean, point taken, but you're right. We just have to backtrack. So it wasn't in the 1940s. Actually, if you go back to the 1890s. Are you fact-checking me? I'm fact-checking you. (laughs) Watch out. The Tangs are one of, like, the five powerful clans of Hong Kong. So Hong Kong was, I've heard of them. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So Tangs, powerful family in Hong Kong. And so they settle in what is now known as Yunlong. And 
in the 1890s, the British had you know already won the Opium Wars. They had gotten Hong Kong Island, but they were slowly expanding towards China, but not all the way into modern-day China. And the Tang family was not too happy about this, the Tang clan. There were like hundreds of them at this point. So they decide to kind of fight against the British. So they actually buy some cannons from what is now known as mainland China, and they fight the British. Um, they did lose, and a lot of them died, like 100 and I think I read 127, something like that of them died. The British win, but the British are actually really embarrassed that this had to happen because the British, I don't know, this is what the historians say now. Uh, the British didn't want to fight. They just wanted to take the land peacefully, but they're taking land, so they should, probably should have expected. Take the land peacefully? <laughs> they should have expected some pushback. <laughs> but they were basically unhappy that they didn't celebrate this win, like this killing. Mm-hmm. They actually hid it. And that's why a lot of the graves are unmarked. So there's just kind of one broad marker that says, like, the Tangs. And even, you know, I mentioned that Heritage Trail earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, even there, there's no mention of this fight. Even though it was a good, valiant effort put up by the Tangs, like, to fight the British, it's not mentioned in the museum because they lost, and the British also tried to cover it up. So it's this kind of, like, lost violent battle and so that's kind of underground though it wasn't in like any of the research i looked up about the haunted yeah, school yeah. or anything no no super underground so i actually uh thank you national geographic shout out uh i in an article they had they, they oh are they about sponsoring it. us now it was yeah oh yeah multi-millions <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of like the news stories that we read like don't mention that at all so that's what the mass graves are from okay but i mean they are still graves though and so technically regardless of the decade, ghosts <laughs> still could emerge from those graves. Don't you think? Okay, fair point, fair point. Point taken. Point taken. All right, so moving on to more modern times. In the 1980s, the school actually closed, right? Yeah, closed due to low enrollment, not ghosts. Wait, so get this, though. So the principal at the time actually raped his wife, and she later committed suicide in the bathroom at the school. Okay, there's actually no police record of, like, a rape or a suicide or But anything. this is a well-known thing, though. People know that this happened. It was only, like, 40 years ago. Yeah, people do say this. But the principal was never prosecuted for it at all? Yeah, there's no prosecution, no police No court records, no. nothing. That's crazy. And the principal, he's still alive today. He totally refuses to talk to the media. But his brother has talked to the media and has confirmed that the school closed due to low enrollment. But it did happen, though. There's actually been multiple sightings of the wife on school property in red. Red? Red. Anna, you don't know what that means? So the significance of her ghost wearing red symbolizes that she died a violent death. Oh, really? And I so thought it was this, like a Chinese wedding thing. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> but this proves, though, that it's connected to that crime that was reported in the 1980s. Okay, well, I don't know about proves, but I guess it backs it up. Point taken. Point taken. (laughs) So enough of the historical context. Let me bring you to modern times. So in 2011, there was actually a group of middle schoolers who went to go check out the school. They heard it was haunted. After school one day, they went to go check it out. It was four boys, eight girls. They called themselves the Spirit Squad. Which, no, it's not some sort of, like, cheer block, you know, (laughs) spirit. We've got Spirit Squad. As in, like, a ghost kind of spirit gang, right? And so they were about 13 to 15 years old. Were you into this kind of stuff when you're that age? I don't mean, I feel like I read Nancy Drew books, but I wasn't really venturing far from home. <laughs> <laughs> but also during that time while we were growing up, though, Paranormal Activity, those movies were a big hit, right? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. No, I never really got <laughs> into you? them either because I remember the first one. It was like an hour 
in and then you see like a cabinet close without being provoked you know what I mean and that that's the height that's the <laughs> climax of the whole movie and so I never really got to know that so they go in there and one girl actually went crazy what do you mean crazy okay crazy as in she woke up with her hands on her neck started speaking gibberish and started biting her friends oh my god yeah so then one of her friends poured a water bottle all over her. Sounds like a middle school exorcism to me. <laughs> yeah, or how you kind of spray your dogs, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> to stop them from biting you. And she was so kind of like unruly and she said that she was seeing ghosts. One, a woman with red hair. And you know what the significance of that is. Yeah, yeah, you just said, yeah. And then a female ghost wearing white long hair without her five senses. Without her senses? Like without a face? Without a face. Like, Voldemort, but worse. <laughs> and you know what white means in, like, Chinese culture, don't you? Yeah, I'm the local. White funerals. Right. It not means weddings. Death. And not so weddings. fitting for a ghost. Right. A real live ghost. Okay, sure. And so even though no other student saw the ghosts, it wasn't a joke to this girl to see the two women. And so they started screaming. They were scared. And so they ran out of the building. Makes sense. But what's strange is... It should have only taken them, like, only a couple minutes to run out of school. I mean, how long does it really take, right? But it took them over 10 minutes to escape from the school. This is like a time warp thing? So it's like a weird time warp. And so they call the police once they get out. The ambulance arrives. And the girl who was possessed chooses not to go to the hospital. Oh, seriously? Right. But the two girls who were bitten were taken and treated. (laughs) For human bites. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so that must be proof of something there what did she like tell this the police that long ago it's just eight years ago oh so she goes and so she, she doesn't... tells the police she's like i saw two ghosts shackled but if she's like going to the police but then doesn't want to go in the ambulance then maybe she was like faking it and then i don't know she kind of like she got her sense knocked into her when she saw the ambulance and so she's like oh wait maybe i shouldn't fake it she got the sense knocked into her, the senses that the woman lacked. <laughs> that the other woman didn't have. <laughs> but also, I guess, like, you're going pretty far to fake a joke if you're biting your friends. No, but not only that, though. It wasn't just two, three friends. It was 12 people. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It, it takes two middle schoolers a lot to kind of come up with the same story. But having 12 people correlate the same story, that's, a, that's pretty yeah. significant. So now... Taking it to even more modern times. <laughs> you always have to one-up me. Basically, if you want to go visit the Tet Tech School today, you are... Which we are not promoting, by the way. You've heard the facts. You've heard the historical background. Probably haunted. Yeah, true. Okay, yeah. We're not promoting it. We don't want to get sued. Go at go your own risk. risk. All this. Very true. Very true. But if you want to go, you should also be aware of something that's very real. Dogs. So apparently the Hong Kong government has, you know, they own the land of the school because the school closed in the 80s. And they've put some, like, wild dogs. Haunted dogs? No, real dogs. <laughs> real dogs that they feed. Ghost dogs. <laughs> one red, one white. <laughs> you know what that means. I know the colors by now. They're just, they're just regular mean dogs. They're guarding. So it's hard to get in these days. So make sure if you do go, bring some water bottles. You can pour them onto the dogs <laughs> if they start biting you, Exorcism if they the start growling at you. <laughs> so how do you even get there? It can be kind of tough. You take the MTR way out to Yunlong. But then it seems like a lot of people walk out to the school. Right, because I've heard cab drivers won't even drive out there. 
which I think says a lot. Oh, yeah, it says a lot about what? <laughs> it says a lot. It's haunted. Cab drivers say someone will appear in their passenger seat if you drive down on the Nampak Road. Oh, so the ghost will enter the cab? Potentially. All right, cab drivers are the most superstitious people I know. Think of all those, like, dangly things they have from the rearview mirror. Okay, but it says a lot that a whole of the whole of Hong Kong cab drivers won't drive down this road. Mm, well, you can still hike up there and get there. <laughs> All right. Don't say that we sent you. Actually, you can learn more online. We'll put up But some if links. you do go, send us your Instagram photos. We'll post them on our stories. All right, Anna. So let me pose the question to you. Is it history or mystery? So do you think it's kind of a sequence of events that happened in this historical context or a supernatural haunting that just can't be explained? Okay, I think... I think I'm going to say both, but hear me out, hear me out. I know it's You can't cheap. take both. I know. <laughs> no, okay, but I think the old stuff, like the ghosts of the soldiers and whatever, like this I think is history. Like we know what happened to the Tang people, their fight with the British, that's history. But this whole 2011 thing with the middle schoolers, I mean that's more serious than someone saying, I saw a ghost. So I would say that that's still a mystery to me. I don't know how to explain it. But what about the principal in the 80s? I think history. I mean, the school had low enrollment. The public school opened at the time. Students were just leaving. I don't think he... There's no police report. He wasn't prosecuted. We don't know that he raped him. Right, but back then people got away with a lot more. Okay, I mean, yeah. But also I I think that these are all connected, though, regardless of the historical events that did happen. So if you do agree that what happened in 2011 was a mystery and a product of kind of like a haunting... The ghosts originated from the previous events in the 80s, the wife, or the graves Mm. in the 40s. Okay, you got me. Mystery. Mystery. Fine. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Mystery. Of course it's a mystery. (laughs) I guess we'll never know. So you can DM us, and we'll post the responses on our Instagram story, at Haunted Hong Kong. Tune in next week. We'll be back with more haunted stories from Hong Kong. Stay spooky. What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, that was literally you tapping your pen. Well, you never know what's really haunting Hong Kong. You've been listening to Haunted Hong Kong with me, Anna, and my co-host, Allison. I hope you like our episode and haven't completely lost the nerve to leave your flat. If you have a haunted story you want to share, email us at hauntedhongkong at gmail.com.